0: Alright, hello everybody and welcome to the Cat and Cloud Coffee Podcast. I am Chris Baca sitting across the room from the handsome as ever Jared Truby. I'm wearing a hat. And we're going to do another little Q&A episode because we just recorded one and we had so much fun. And the questions were just rolling in on the Facebook. Check out my dog Bangs. Hit me on the Facebook. And um, Jared's getting them dialed up. Um, So here you go. Q&A session. Let's kick this beast off. What's the first question?
1: Our first question, we have like 10 questions from Julia Mayer, who is going to be a uh, guest soon. Here's our first question. What is It's actually going to be like a 12-parter, but here we go. What is the most exciting thing to you boys about coffee
0: right now? Right now? For me, it's uh, being a barista again, because I wasn't a barista for a really long time. That's not an industry thing, I guess, but...
1: i think that counts does it count that's that's who that's what you're excited yeah, about. yeah that's what that i'm question. excited <laughs> about
0: i'm excited about serving coffee to people on the day-to-day thank you julia Mayer, for letting that happen two days a week i'm at the french press tuesday wednesday guys come see me
1: today this week you're on thursday as well uh thursday too i'm working three days playa. yeah actually if any y'all wanted to see us it would have been too late by the time we <laughs> dropped this episode <laughs> you can count me in on a tuesday wednesday regular yeah, tuesday wednesday still real uh for me, and again, this is thanks to Julian Todd at the French Press and Castle for allowing us to, but it's really getting deep into roasting and pulling out sweetness and flavors in coffee. Uh, we did just send out our first Cat and Cloud shipment of coffee. And thanks to all of you who ordered it. Uh, and uh, it's been very fun to develop coffee and learn about what happens inside that roaster. Pretty excited. Um, so her follow-up was business side, sourcing side, science side, taste side. Those are all those things, et cetera. What are those things that are the most exciting? Uh, so, Julie, I mean, the business side is always interesting. How people run their business, how they make it happen. It's always fun to see people get real, put numbers on, well, get numbers, use use info from numbers and, and turn themselves into a, a good and profitable business. And uh, it's something that I that I learned a little bit at Verve and learning more working with you guys here in, in Santa Barbara.
0: Um, that part's huge for me. How about for you, Chris, on the business side? Uh, What's exciting to me on the business side? Yes. Uh, I don't know. I I was kind of deep in making that website and I'm kind of into stuff like that, like running back end on stuff that I don't usually do. Mm -hmm. So, um, web build outs, like, pictures i'm pretty amped on social media right now even yeah though i'm not like super into it and merch dude you make one piece of merch oh i'm hungry i don't know if merch. that counts as business but like that counts as business it's part of marketing yeah we made a hat and i'm like oh shit now we got yeah, a big shirt mug. and then you make a shirt and you make a mug and it's like there's no end to this stuff yeah i got like 12 ideas for hats and we're talking about like we need to make underwear and socks and socks yeah we for do. real but it's fun yeah and that weirdo that, that to me is like the the coolest thing and we yeah we got a lot of fun stuff coming. So I'm going to roll on that. It's, I guess business is an opportunity to just exercise your creative freedom.
1: Yeah, I mean, that's the thing. So we, she's got, we're kind of, all those things are kind of essentially getting lumped into something for me that's like, you and I share similar visions, but with different passions in the vision, in our visions. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. Which is crazy. Like, and to say the word high level is stupid, but I, I, like, I, I often step above any one of those things. So it's interesting, Julie, and it's cool that you bring it out and you're like business side, science side, and you actually compartmentalized it. I'm always thinking about like this general overall, like here's the big picture. Here's what I want to achieve, whether it's in my business or any in in your business, helping you out, like in doing what I can with you guys. It's like, I'm how my, brain works is like i need to put the big pieces of the puzzle together and and it's often refreshing to be able to step back and like dive into the little compartments of business
0: high level well i I'm, hate I'm, the term high i'm level, glad so you got real. off of that low level stuff <laughs> That (laughs) low-level Chewbacca stuff that was happening for a while. Now we've got Cat and Cloud. Now we got Cat and Cloud. We're moving on up. All right, what's the next question? Let's keep going. Uh,
1: What do you feel like you have learned about yourselves as coffee pros since your Barista magazine cover? Is this all Julia? Still Julia.
0: Okay, we're going to have to skip. That's a good one. That's a good one. Uh, What have we learned Uh, (laughs) since the Barista magazine cover? Everything literally everything good golly you're right um the barista magazine cover came out and then the whole article was about making a career at coffee and not having to start your own business and then it turns out we actually had to start our own business anyway um (laughs) shout out to all those who made it happen shout out to everybody that made it happen um yeah i honestly feel like that was almost like am i talking too loud like a no i'm good you're just excited like a lifetime ago You know what I mean? Like that was, that was one year ago and it was a lifetime ago. That was, yeah, it wasn't really that long ago. Isn't that insane? Well, I mean, Brisa Magazine was like a year and a half maybe, but it was, I mean, June, right? Yeah. I mean, we got really good feedback from that article. And for me, it's always interesting when people like what we do and appreciate what we do and, um, kind of believe in what we have going on, you know, no matter where we are. And, um, Because I always just think like, oh, we're just like a couple guys making coffee. That's cool. But some people seem to be really into it. So that for me is really motivating. Well,
1: you know what's real and funny and true is that like at the time, like that Barista Magazine article was 100% genuine, honest, and true. So anybody who like would read that and think for a second that our life plan wasn't exactly what we spoke of in that article. Oh, no. I can like, it's just really interesting to like reflect on that, right? Right, because like our life plans were exactly what that article was, and, I, uh, and they changed, it and it's changed. like for a number of reasons they changed, but they ne- we never thought they were going to change.
0: No, I planned on being there for the rest of my life. Me too. I was like, I'm going to be at this job for the rest of my and life. It's going to be the best thing. It's gonna ever. It's going to be the best job ever, and I f- I like I felt bad because I was like almost like really proud of it in a weird way to where i like i couldn't understand other people i'm like oh man these other people are like bouncing around from company to company Mm -hmm. and i was like i'm so lucky that i'm here and i could be here forever and now i've been experiencing like okay like i i need to find myself like very much and you the same thing Uh uh-huh and now we're finding that what we really need to do is do this thing together which we probably should have done in the first place but we just weren't ready i mean we weren't ready and honestly
1: it's thanks to all the things that have happened since this Brewster magazine article that have made us understand that we can do it and i've got no doubts that we're gonna have a great time doing it and and shout out and thank you to all the people who have helped us get there yeah that's tight what else does she got question wise see it's kind of good some good questions well so her and her and our friend uh michael fred weiser shout outs to both of you guys asked if we could have anyone on our show who would it be
0: Ooh, like anyone at all or coffee anyway? Well,
1: I mean, I think they say anyone, but I, I mean, if we're honest with ourselves, it'd have to be in some way, shape, or form about coffee because we've committed to that. So anybody... It doesn't have to be in coffee, but in it, coffee. is it somebody interested in coffee in the world that we're like, ooh, that'd be fun to get them on and talk coffee?
0: Man, uh, dude, Schultz. Schultz would be great. Howard Schultz.
1: Mm-hmm. That'd be a really interesting thing to talk about his his history.
0: I would like love to hear about that. Maybe it's not... Um, third wave. Super hyper specialty, but I mean, I want to hear, I want to hear his stories. I want to interview him. Yeah,
1: I want Colby Barr and Ryan O'Donovan on the show. That'd be tight too. I want to get both of them on yeah. the show. Hell yeah,
0: that'd be epic. I just sent him coffee last week. Yeah, two w- days ago. By last week, I mean yesterday.
1: Our lives fly by the seat of our pants right now. I don't even know what's going on. Uh, we're out. We're out here. What else you got? If coffee was like a spice in the novel Dune and had the ability to make us travel through space and enhance our psychic abilities, what would that be like? (laughs) It would be exactly like your life every day, Julia. Come on. You know that already. Who's our biggest barista crush throughout time? Why? Like, like mine. This is Julia's last one. Like mine is Scott Lucy. (laughs) (laughs) Which, yes, she's totally in love with Scott Lucy. Oh, my gosh. Um, Barista crushes like oh? Does
0: she mean like? I
1: think she just means like baristas
0: that like we, we've been
1: infatuated with. Yours or is obviously Billy Wilson. It's obviously <laughs> Billy
0: Wilson. I I can't even pretend. I can't even pretend like it's not Billy Wilson. I just I he was a. I talk about this crap all the time. But am I peeking the meters again? He was the first person I, I saw see. that did all the things that I wanted to do. He had a command over the espresso machine at a time when a not a lot of people did. He didn't learn anything from reading anything. Mm. He learned it from doing it and being incredibly dedicated when there were at a time when there were no rewards for being dedicated. Right. Coffee was not cool back then. Being a cool barista was not cool. And, for people, and again, I'm just like fucking blowing my load right now on this guy, so just deal with it. I'm, I'm, we I'm, probably need Billy to come on the episode for I'm real. I'm comfortable Billy. with it, but like, if you just started making coffee in the last few years, there's no way you understand what it's like. Not to say that uh, we're cooler or like he's cooler or whatever, but it was just like a different world, and and you kind of had to uh, live through that to appreciate it. So he's definitely my my go-to, but there's so many that are like.
1: I mean, Heather Perry was kind of one, but not in the way that everybody wishes I was talking about a crush. Uh, (laughs) Heather Perry. Oh, you loved Heather Perry. Mm. Heather was great because she... uh, Well, she's just like the most ultimate competitor ever, and I loved that she... I feel like if you were to keep it real with Heather Perry, she would keep it real with you, and then back (laughs) in the day, nobody would just like keep it real. They were always slightly passive-aggressive with her, which is pretty funny. But she was pretty impressive, and she... When I was kind of just breaking into the... And then making finals appearances in competition, she would she would be the MC. And I always had this thing where I'd, like, ramble with the MCs. That was kind of like one of my MOs. Jared's funny. He talks to the MCs. Really, I was just nervous. But she'd always find me afterwards and kind of give me feedback on her own accord. And it's probably because she potentially saw, you know, some, some potential skill in me somewhere, which is cool. Pete Licata also did this. But... She always was ready to offer information to those she knew gave a shit, and I thought that was tight, so I always kind of looked up to her in that way, plus she was just really good at competing. Really good. I mean, and if she trained Pete Licata, who also helped train me once, too, and Pete's all, well, I trained myself, too. You're also very good, Pete. (laughs) Pete's all. But they work together. I trained a champion. Yeah. It was me. I trained a champion. It was myself. (laughs) It was myself. And then also you, Jared. You're good, too. And some other guys. (laughs) Cole got second,
0: but... Jeez. That's horrible. Cut that out. <laughs> Leave it in. I like Cole. Cole's down,
1: dude. <laughs> he will think I'm making fun of him. Or no. not, though. Here's the thing. Getting second I say sucks. Stuff. I got second, and it sucks. I actually would have been fine with second. I always didn't, except for the time I won. Getting second
0: is the worst thing ever. It's the worst. It is horrible. You and... Me and Mike Phillips. Okay, so they're calling the top finalists oh, for the USBC, tough. and then it's me and Mike, the only two left and mike had won last year so you thought so i'm no like for sure i'm winning there's no way this guy won two years in a row and he just squashed me like a bug and i was so depressed shout out to mike p one shot for the road follow him on instagram oh man what's the next question i mean if you feel like that imagine how Babinski felt until
1: he won a lot of second places a lot of second places <laughs> but he but then pers- he won persistence yeah i got the win uh, Rick Cox We already mentioned RC RC He makes espresso machines Different than they were before You recently <laughs> talked
0: about burr <brewer-ish>, ratios yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious <laughs> What do you do for work? I take espresso I make them different
1: <laughs> What that means is He modifies espresso machines To make them cleaner Cooler Chicer And more Oh, Yo 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 I had a Glenn it. Alright Question Uh, We briefly mentioned this, I think, in one of our previous episodes, but let's revisit it because we didn't speak specifics. We talked about brew ratios in a previous episode of Espresso. Have we had the opportunity to work with pressure profiles on the advanced machines? If so, what's our experience been?
0: Uh, We've played with it a little bit, but not enough time to really develop anything useful, at least for me in the cafe. like We spent a bunch of time on the uh, EP Strata. It's cool. Fun. Had a good time. Mm-hmm. I don't fuck with that shit though, dude. Here's the thing. Okay, there's like two sides of my brain, right? The one side is like I love coffee. I want to figure out everything about coffee. And that's yeah. like the lab baby in me. Right? right. And that's the lab baby that's like I will sit and like play with espresso for hours. Oh yeah. And we'll run profiles. And we've done that. Yep. And that's cool. And then I don't know if you're here right now, but where I'm at right now is like I'm in full production mode mm-hmm. and I am like thriving off of service and making really consistently delicious drinks. Right. And I'm, I like don't even care about pressure profiling right now. I literally couldn't care less right now.
1: Yeah. For me, I'm thinking about, I think about pressure profiling in the way of, geez, like maybe potentially doing coffee shots. And other than that, and I want to explore that more, but. From my my experience at La Marzocco, uh, I think you could probably do something great with them. And I think it would take a lot of work. And I think there's a reason that they were invented with nine bars. And they are espressos about a lot of the times, unless you're in the lab, right? About cranking coffee for people that taste great. And
0: for me, I'm not saying that there's no possibility of in the future or no merit to experimenting with those things. I'm just saying for where I'm at right now in my life, I just (laughs) don't care.
1: Yeah, well, that's actually kind of true. I don't care either. And I
0: will care at some point, but now is not the time. And once I start caring about that stuff again, we'll go Richter. Then then we'll talk about it. Yeah, and we'll go Super Richter. Yeah, which will be pretty soon. It will be soon because we, we maybe have a couple tricks up our sleeves. Got some ideas. <laughs> we might actually be working on some stuff. Yeah. So Rick Cox. Rick will get at you. Prepare for stuff. Prepare for stuff. Uh, Next question. Follow up
1: question though. How important? This is actually an interesting question. How important do you feel tamping technique is in the process of brewing espresso? Who is this? This is Rick Cox. One more. a so follow up. Aside from being leveled, do you find that the famed quote unquote thirty pounds is critical? I mean, I can just jump in right now. <laughs> Calling out pounds is a little extreme for me. What is true, and I actually love this about coffee, is that every human being is different. I will jump on the bar. Chris and I have a similar amount of tamping pressure. So he and I can change. Like, I can take his bar and he can take my bar and little will change. But there are times when I have taken over from somebody and they will say, here's how I'm pulling the coffee and it's doing this, that, and the other. And because of my tamp, it will extract differently. And everybody would talk to me in the past about, well, with nine bars of espresso, nine bars of espresso, nine bars of bars of pressure, that that shouldn't matter. It's so much pressure. But the reality is what I see is- It does matter. It very much matters. It 100% matters. It and changes
0: everything. That's another thing. I don't really care about the science because the science to me is just what you said. It really shouldn't matter. Yeah. It's a reference checker. It, but I, in my experience, I've had the same experience as you and I feel it like- happens It happens every does time. It does matter. But- I'm a heavy tamper, I think. Me too, I think. I think we both use a lot of because pressure because of our athleticism. But yeah, sure. we're yeah. pretty ripped up in here. Yeah, and, it's but not the creatine. To quote a, a you know a good friend of mine, he, he said you I mean, you push it down until it stops. Yeah, that's true. And then you're done. That's pretty much the plan. And then that's. So for that's some it. people
1: though, pushing it down until it stops is is obviously less pressure than what Chris and I do. And I'd be willing to bet that neither Chris nor I put 30 pounds of pressure on the puck, but I I could be very wrong. Maybe we do. Maybe we put like
0: 60. Let's let's weigh it out tomorrow. How the hell we put it on a scale and just push as hard Real as we can. No, old man? school bathroom scale style and just just see what happens.
1: Yeah, I do know that there's a a couple of and this isn't about girls versus boys, but there are a couple of girls I work with who come on and if I tamp my espresso coming off of their grind in their bar, I, I very much have to coarsen up my grind a lot because it, it's not even cl- remotely close to the same coffee. But I, I find this kind of a beautiful and great thing because the reality of what that means, no matter what anybody says, is that the human being making the coffee is giving their interpretation of the coffee.
0: And, there's, let's, and that's tight! Let's talk about a counterpoint to that because someone who is like a super coffee nerd will say, okay, well, actually, you maybe shouldn't even coarsen up your grind because you're actually getting the same extraction. It's just happening in a different time frame in this sense. So let's Ooh. say you tamp light. Yeah. And your bed of coffee is really close to the shower head. Right. You don't have a lot of head space. Mm-hmm. So you turn the pump on because before the water starts permeating through the coffee bed, it's going to fill up that empty space. Yeah. Yeah. So let's say you don't have any empty space because you tamp so light. Yeah. So the water starts going through the coffee right away. Right. And then you get the shot drop. Yep. Let's say the shot drops at like five seconds, right? Yep. Um, as opposed to, let's say, maybe take a, a heavy tamper. Okay. Where you create more head space. So let's say that head space, that empty space between the puck and the screen right. is larger. That takes more time to fill up. So you'll actually have more time until the water starts permeating through the coffee. Right. So you get a longer drop, maybe mm-hmm. six or seven seconds instead of five. Right. But that the time that the water is interacting with the coffee is almost That's, identical. Almost the same. That's what maybe someone would say. Right. So if you're thinking that, we've thought about that too. So in your face. So like, <laughs> it could go either way. Right. But I'm, uh, but I think we're all advocates of just being consistent.
1: Yeah. I mean, really, let's be consistent. And taste your coffee. I mean, please taste your coffee. Please don't jump on the bar after me and just be like, well, he said these numbers, it tastes good. Like, sure, you should be close. Please, for the love of all that's holy, taste your coffee. Chefs taste their food. Do they? You taste your coffee. I think they do. Yeah. What's the next question? Uh, the next question comes from Damien Estevez, and it says this. Hey, I just bought a couple. Well, hey, I just bought coffee from Cat and Cloud, but forgot to add a couple of shirts. Can you send me a PayPal invoice so I don't have to pay double shipping? Um, Probably? Yeah, I mean, we already we
0: shipped your coffee, so it's on the way. Did we ship Damien Estevez? Oh, is it a new order? I think this might be a new order. Oh, so really? Yeah, yeah, just totally. Adjust. Totally. You can PayPal us. Um, we'll send this is an email. He just sent me a thing. Oh, yeah, this is him, probably right here. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, you can totally do that for sure. Easy. Damian Sves placed a new order just now. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah we'll, we'll just can add, add it to, it to you. your order. Oh, yeah, of Damien. course, Damian. We're going to email you back. Uh,
1: he's he's from Moho, Mojo Coffee House.
0: Damien, don't ever ask a different question like that. We will of course not make you pay for shipping.
1: Whoa. Okay, here's one. Are you ready? N- yeah. No. This is a new one. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to read the whole one because this is just going to be amazing. Jonathan Dale. All right. Writes in and he says, "Yo, fellas, this is the first time I'm reading this. Everyone, so get ready." a barn burner i'm trying to win a barista championship seriously what does it take to build and perform a winning routine besides having a face melter coffee on the low dudes if you didn't put this on the podcast i'd be stoked to know some secrets but i know other people need tips just as badly as i do either way i appreciate your guys time and input <laughs> keep it real and thanks for the rad as fuck podcast <laughs> shock bras john dale p.s on a real note
0: this is awesome. <laughs> Keep going. This is the best email I've ever heard.
1: Oh, Jonathan, I'm not laughing at you, but I am. P.S. On a real note, no homo or anything. Thanks for always finding ways to build into coffee community at large. You have taught me a great deal and continue to on a regular basis. First of all, bro, you can love us, and it's always whatever way you want to love us. You don't have to say no homo. We love you. <laughs> Second of all, Dude. that's
0: so tight. Um, I would say that and this is for me, I mean, if you want to be the best and you want to win the championship, first frame of reference, look at the champions. So like, you need to dig up the videos. Like you have to have awesome coffee. That's a given. And take a routine, you know, take a routine like Charles, take a routine like Pete, take anybody who's won the WBC in the past few years. Anybody who's won the USBC or any of the European dudes, watch their performances, take notes and don't just watch it. Like when I was doing this, I would watch people and I would break it down. Like, okay, what do they do in the first three minutes? Yep. What are they really getting across? Dissect their speeches. What, what are they talking about? Um, go there. Because honestly, at this point, I'm probably the wrong person to ask. I haven't competed in a few years. But if you want to be the best, study the best. And I would also say that even though you're going to study the best, you're going to want to have your own unique perspective, something to bring to the table that is just genuinely yours.
1: Has to be. You need to be seen in the performance for sure.
0: And the combination of those things is going to get you pretty far. And then know the score sheet. Real talk, I would get a judge on your team – ASAP yeah. have someone from your company or your friend if you know anybody who's involved in judging and has been in that like behind the scenes scenario that's humongous back of house someone who really knows the score sheet in and out because there's things that you can only know from judging they're not things... as transparent as you might think
1: no you definitely need to get as much info as possible
0: yeah you gotta you gotta go in and get it
1: but I mean to speak to that as well um <clears throat> I mean, everything just changed when it came down to competition. So the score sheets, I'm sure, will be similar. But uh, I think we're about to go into a whole new learning phase.
0: Well, you should do a two-year uh, two plan. Yep, do so a two-year plan. Have You should judge this year yourself and have another friend judge with you if you can. And then next year, you should compete, building off the experience that you had this year. Competition's a really weird commitment. Reach out to people and then be ready to have your life fucked hard
1: <laughs> it's gonna get very real
0: because um, it's a lot of work and then there are some people i don't know they were like oh it's just what you do every day in the cafe and for me that's like not the experience that i had i put in a lot of extra work to it so i just say just be be willing to work and take criticism and working with a team is always better than working by yourself you need to work with a team i always work by myself it sucks
1: yeah, and the big reason you need to work with a team is that you need to get more than one set of eyes on your routine. You need to get some different perspectives on it. It's really easy to get sucked into something that is probably awesome, but believe that it's as, as great as it can be. And then all of a sudden, it's missing something. You don't super want that to pumped. happen.
0: So, that was Jonathan Dale? Jonathan Dale. We freaking Jonathan love you. Dale? That was the best that email was we've a ever got. super sick email. So, keep stuff like that coming. And... I'm gonna keep you in check. We're gonna keep him in check. You need to put up some pictures on Instagram of you practicing and just tag us in them. Be yeah, like, dog. Look, I'm actually trying to win. I'm practicing and tweet at us. Let us know what's going on. Yeah, we got we got another question.
1: Uh, you know what? That might be unless something popped up. Would what you... about
0: uh, uh, Fred Weiser? What's Michael Fred Weiser
1: and Julia just said the same thing? No, unless he sends another one
0: the one about the um the snack.
1: Oh, but it's kind of the same Be- thing. Who could we have a sn- or is it different?
0: No, no, no. He says best coffee companion, snack or meal to eat with coffee. Oh, that's what he means. Donuts. No, actually, I'm taking that back. My favorite thing to eat with coffee is and I'm I don't drink coffee in the evening anymore, but I'm all about that like afternoon scenario. Coffee. Oh, Jonathan Dale. That's Let me see. Jonathan we Dale. We got a picture of you up. We in got a here. picture Jonathan of you, Dale. Jonathan
1: Dale. We're connecting
0: with you as a human being right now. Jonathan Dale's got. Are those polka dots? No, they're like a. He's got like that a five floor, panel. It's like a floor lis Is that a five? That's I don't five think. Panel. I don't think that's a five panel. No, is
1: that a snapback? I think it's.
0: It might be a snapback. I can't tell what it says. A little vinegar on it. Snap it back. He's got a fresh. He's got a fresh outfit. Oh, you got a fresh look, yeah, bro. It's looking good.
1: Where's hit? Oh, I'm gonna find out where you're at.
0: Um, I'm gonna go, out. Mike Weiser, I'm gonna go Apple or berry pie and that's coffee that's the best accompaniment I think so okay with coffee okay. for me
1: I like a nice biscuit biscuit's good with too with butter and jam yeah
0: I'm a big fan of the biscuit with butter and jam see, with coffee yeah see I go sweet always what? I love the biscuit with butter and, jam. and the jams. jam's pretty sweet too but I love like a um something sweet with my coffee
1: homie where's San Juan Capistrano
0: San Juan Capistrano is that right by
1: it's right by
0: San Juan Batista obviously I just made that up.
1: Isn't it by San Luis Obispo?
0: Uh, we got another question? No. That's let's all not the let's are... not go into the, the ethos too far. I think that was maybe like a nice quick Q&A episode. Oh, yeah, it was. Um, all right, guys. That was a quick little Q&A. Let us know if you love the Q&A or you hate the Q&A. If you want to know more stuff, send us an email to info at Or you can tweet at us. Cat Cloud Coffee. Um, our Instagram handle is the same. And if you love what we're doing, log on to iTunes and subscribe, rate, and review us. Every little bit helps. We're kind of, you know, in that zone. We've hit four on the new and noteworthy, and we're looking to just plow through the top. If we got up to one, even for just one day, we would be like the happiest guys on earth.
1: That would be sick. Yeah. Also, shout out to uh, Coffee Geek, Mr. Mark Prince, for, for re-shouting us out. And uh, Jim Seven on
0: his blog, James Hoffman, for Hoffman. shooting shooting us some love, thanks a lot. If you want to know about coffee, you should probably read James' blog, buy his a nice book, the coffee Atlas. perspective. You should buy his book, and uh, thanks for Barista Mag for running that little article on the blog about the podcast. Ultimate um, shout out to Barista Mag for always like, getting our back. Super tight. We really, we really appreciate it. It means a lot to us. Yeah. and really Ken, thank you. Yeah, you guys are the bomb. And that's it, guys. You've been listening to the Cat and Cloud Coffee Podcast. I'm Chris Baca and I'm Jared Truby, and we'll see you next time. Holla back. Peace. Woop woop.